it smells like rain. I don't know, sometimes you have that when you walk outside and you're, you have this spider sense tingling. It might rain. So I've taken an umbrella with me on this episode of The Walk because I'm not sure I'll make it home without, without getting wet. Hey, today I want to talk about uh, something that, for me personally, is uh, an, an ongoing struggle. And this may be t- particular to me, so not everyone might recognize this, but maybe you live with people who struggle with the same, the same things. Um, and that's impulsivity, impulsive behavior. Um, and this is related to something... Let me set this up first. Why am I talking about this? So, you know that idea that you're, you're browsing the web or you're, you're going through your, um, your YouTube feed or um, your social media feed and all of a sudden advertisement starts popping up about things you just recently talked about with someone or something that you were just thinking of purchasing and then you see this ad and you're wondering like, well, how do they know? Are they listening to me? You know, are they secretly, like, using the microphone on my mobile device and then send that over, everything I say, and, and then they analyze it and send me ads if I, if I talk to someone about, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm in for some, some ramen and all of a sudden I get all these ads for ramen noodles. Is this because everyone is spying on me? Can I trust my devices? Well, in fact, we know why this is happening. And it's not even because these social media companies are necessarily listening to us on our devices, although <laughs> there's still a little bit of lingering doubt there. They, they can. Um, but it's mostly because a lot of what you do, your movements, your, your interests when you browse, is all gathered into these, these profiles that they, that they make of everyone basically who is online and if, and you could take measures to counteract that apple is um is very good at giving you options to ask apps and websites not to track you but if you are not using apple um gear or inadvertently you click that away you might still be tracked and there are even methods with big big data gathering where they can, regardless of what you ask, they can still somehow identify you and gather information about you. It's, it's very, very difficult to escape that. And there's no international uh, regulation about this. So these companies basically have free reign. Their goal is not, of course, to become this big brother spy agency that wants to use um, all that information for nefarious purposes. But, although in some countries, of course, they can, and they do, like in China and North Korea and, you know, other repressive states, but they do want that information and they, they, they put so much money and effort into profiling because then they, the more they know you, the more they can predict your behavior and try to steer that behavior. So, if I've been browsing for video recipes on ramen noodles um, let's say around 5 o'clock in the afternoon and I've been doing that regularly then if they are profiling that information if they put that ad to my profile they, 
they will see that there's a heightened interest uh, in, in this person for ramen noodles around dinner time. So, you know what? He usually goes to the store because they also, of course, can track your movements. Uh, Google, with Google Maps, is, uh, knows exactly where you've been and at what time. So they do also location profiling, unless you turn that off. And so they know that I usually go to the stores around 8 o'clock uh, in the evening because that's when uh, the supermarket is not as busy as during the day. That's also when you have more... Um, things discounted because they are approaching the uh, expiration date so that's when i do my shopping the advertisers would like to know that so that they can push out this advertisement for, for ramen noodles that is wow by miracle on sale at my local supermarket and here's a coupon code it's just one example of how um our our behavior is being monitored analyzed, tracked, and in many cases also predicted. And that is why oftentimes these companies don't even need to listen in on our conversations um, and imagine the public relations scandal when that, when that would be discovered. Um, but they, their, their analysis power is already so advanced that they can probably, they know us better than we know ourselves. They can predict our behavior and they see patterns where we don't see them because we're kind of part of... It's, it's our life. We're looking at things from the inside um, and so we lack that analytical distance that is sometimes necessary to see patterns and to recognize patterns. Now, why am I telling you all this? It is because sometimes... Uh, this is not just used for advertisements... Uh, which is very recognizable because I, I've, there are times where I see Lego ads and it, wow, I just had a, set up a stream. I was streaming my, my, my recent Lego build. So that's obvious. When I get ads for reading glasses, I know it's because they can tell that I'm 55 years old. So yeah, the guy's getting old. Let's, uh, let's advertise some more. You know, I never get advertisements for energy drinks or something like that. I, I'd have to be 17 for that. So that's pretty obvious. But also, sometimes this is used in, on, on platforms to decide what kind of content I would like to, uh, to see and what I would like to learn about. I see this when I read the news, for instance, on Google News. They have a pretty extensive profile that I kind of almost freely gave to them by saying, yes, give me more of this kind of news and less of this. They know this because they listen to my prompts when I ask them, hey, give me an update on what's happening on, on X or formerly Twitter. And then, oh, well, maybe next time he goes online, we'll show him a little bit more Elon Musk-related content because apparently that's something he's interested in. But this also um, happens on YouTube and on uh, TikTok. Now, YouTube is usually more like following my interests. So if I have looked up some videos on the latest Star Wars rumors, for instance, the next time I go onto my YouTube main page, I get more videos about that same topic or related topics. So it looks at, oh, he's a Star Wars fan, and he's got some other followers and friends that are also into Star Wars, so he'll probably like this. TikTok is more advanced. That, that algorithm, I think, is, 
even cleverer. And so the other day I was going through my TikTok feed and what I like about that algorithm and about that analytical power is that I always, almost always get stuff that I'm interested in. You know, I never see what some people are complaining about when they think about TikTok. Oh, it's, you know, these stupid dances and all that silly stuff. I get no silly stuff whatsoever. I get a lot of science. I get a lot of um, psychology, um, some religion, of course, lots of geek stuff. Uh, I like independent music. So I get my feed on TikTok is near perfect. But sometimes... Especially if I'm, you have two choices, like nowadays is also the case on Facebook and on formerly called, you know, X, formerly called Twitter. Um, so I'm approaching the woods, by the way, and there is a huge um, lake of mud blocking my way. So I'm walking around it. Um, TikTok has two feeds, basically. One is a feed of all the people that I've indicated I want to follow. I love that feed. It's not the default feed. The default feed is a random feed based on people I follow and on related topics that probably, looking at my profile, are going to be of interest to me. And so I was scrolling up and all of a sudden I get this video about uh, a man, um, I think originally from South Africa and now lives in the UK, is married, and he has... um, um, an account that is all about ADHD. What I love about it is he, his wife asks him questions. So, hey, um, I forgot his first name, but remember the other day you, you said that you were struggling with this and that? Can you tell me more about that? And then, you know, he sits back and then starts telling about his experiences. I really like that. I, I'm pretty sure that they set it up like that and they plan that in advance. It's not that she's constantly... <laughs> Uh, surprising him with like, hey, let's, uh, I, I need information right now. But it, it makes for a very authentic feeling type of video. Um, and he's a very good narrator. And he starts talking about, in this first video that he had, about how his brain works. And how he is oftentimes struggling with... Um, with the this impulsivity or yeah that's the word right so he he like it's very hard for him to focus on one thing he's always thinking about oh but i could also do that and also do that and then he says you know one of the issues um that i have to deal with is not just this surplus of ideas but i also have a thwarted experience of time in a sense that i i project that into the future thinking Oh, but all these ideas that I, that I just came up with, I can do that in one day. Not today, because I'm a little bit tired, but I'll procrastinate. I'll put that all, you know, because this next week there's going to be this one day, and I'm going to do all of that. And then, of course, that day arrives, and he's still tired, and it doesn't work. But on, in the meantime, he's made all these commitments. He says that that is because of my ADHD. So he is a... Um, Someone who was, I think originally he was diagnosed with ADHD um, at a younger age. And then a lot of the symptoms kind of went away, at least seemingly. And now he is <laughs> he's slowly discovering that, no, actually, it's still there. He has just learned 
how to how to work with it uh, he, he's masking some of that behavior and he found tricks and solutions oh this dog is not happy that i'm talking into this microphone but he is at a distance so um oh wow those are interesting mushrooms oh cool oh there are more of them right now so these mushrooms were, were just like looking like um almost like mushrooms like these little brown balls on the floor but they are now bursting open and there are these like really long mushrooms sprouting from them. It's almost like a, like a second phase of their existence. Very interesting. I'm, I'm super into mushrooms right now because for me it's a, a way to, to relax. I go into the woods with my iPhone and I try to make pretty mushroom pictures. And it's a bit of an Easter egg hunt uh, in a sense that these mushrooms are... Of course, this is the time of the year when these mushrooms are all over the place, but you still have to look carefully, especially if you want to find all these different types of mushrooms. And so last, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I went on this tour, maybe it was two days ago, and uh, I just had so much fun hunting for all these beautiful um, mushrooms and then trying to make pretty pictures of them, which in itself is already quite, a, quite an endeavor with a new phone and still having to learn how to, you know, make things look pretty. But anyway, there's no here or there. Oh, there's another dog. Two dogs, three dogs, four dogs, five dogs, six dogs. Okay, and they're all running towards me. What else is new? Hello, buddy. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all righty. Yep, <laughs> I think this must be a guy who is uh, walking the dogs for uh, several people at once. They advertise here in the local supermarket. You can uh, hire them basically to walk your dogs. <sighs> but it's very hard to keep like six overstimulated dogs under control. But uh, there was only one jumping up at me. And I still have the microphone in my hands, which is nice. Okay. Turn to the left. I'm going where they come from, so I don't bump into them again. Um, so, what was I saying? <laughs> He's yes, this thwarted idea of time. But he says it's also the same in um, in reverse. Uh, so I I sometimes feel like it's been a week since I've done this or that, and then I get all. I feel guilty because I need to do... But this is about his account. And he's like, I, I need to make a new video. And I, why, why can't I focus right now? And, uh, and then his wife has to remind him, but you just posted a video two days ago. No, 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 it was two weeks ago. No, it was just the day before yesterday. And while I was watching that video, it just clicked. Like, that man is me. I know exactly what he's talking about. I know exactly what he's feeling right now. This is how my brain works as well. I have these same issues. And so I keep watching his feed. Um, and, well, little caveat, he's, right now he's undiagnosed. So it's still kind of, his, he, he has strong indications that he has ADHD. It was, had, but it's, it's taken different forms. This was so interesting because, and then I started to... Um, educate myself a little bit more because it was so striking that he was um, talking about certain symptoms that 
I always thought were completely unrelated, things that I also struggle with, but I never would have guessed that those were related. Uh, one thing he says, and you know, I, I tend to hyper-focus on stuff I, I love. And it's not always, because I, there are lots of chores that I keep, you know, procrastinating, especially if it's something that I have to do or someone else is telling me this is your duty. Then I, it's almost as if that in itself, the fact that it is something that people tell me I have to do. Oh, there's another dog barking. Oh, it's the same dog who's barking at me. Um... He says, if I get the feeling that I have to do it, it becomes an obligation, then uh, I, I develop this very strong resistance against it. He says, that's related to, that's, you know, avoidance. And there are some terms that he was uh, mentioning. And I'm like, okay, mental note, this is related. I recognize this totally. And then he says, the opposite of that is hyperfocus. And it's hyperfocus on things that, all of a sudden, just light a fire in my mind. It's like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to do that. Not tomorrow. Not I'm going to plan this. Or, you know, I'm going to talk about this with some other people. And then we'll see if we can, if we have the budget for that, if we have the time, if you have the energy. No, it's like, okay, I'm already doing it. And this has to be finished yesterday. And I was like, yep, yep. Been there, done that. Actually still doing that all the time. So I was so struck by yet another example. Um, he says, the, the thing is, if I am in hyper-focus, then I forget everything else. And I just work, 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 work. And I totally wear myself out because I'm in the zone. You know, I, I'm, I'm in this flow and everything goes effortless. But don't anyone dare to interrupt that flow. Because then... I cannot handle it. I'm my, my entire brain is focused on, hyper-focused on this one task. And then if some, someone interrupts that flow, my brain gets overloaded and I just get so mad and I explode and I, I, I freak out. And this was in another video. So I was like, oh my goodness, I've just had that. Like the other day, I was uh, working on... Um, on, on the break. Um, and as, as I've um, shared to my patrons, um, I've, I've been kind of experimenting with what is a good way for me to continue the tradition of the break and yet make it more accessible to new audiences, more interesting to the people that follow me on YouTube and TikTok. And that's been a that's been a, a, a quite an interesting journey, let's put it that way, but also uh, sometimes very taxing because... No, I tried out some stuff and then it didn't work. Didn't work for me, didn't work for the listeners. And so I had to make some adjustments, try something else out. So I was in this, like, I, I, I was in the zone. I was hyper-focused. I, I want to make this work. I love this. I think I'm, I'm on to something. And that was the moment that I started to, okay, I am ready to record this right now. It was, again, super impulsive. Like, I think I have it. Let's press record and let's go. So I, I did that, exactly that. I think it was way before, past my bedtime, or at least past my, my working time. I think it was last Sunday. No, last, it was last Saturday, not, not um, last Sunday, but last Saturday. Because, I, again, I was like, oh, I need to get this podcast out. I've been procrastinating because I was still struggling with what to record. And so I'm behind and I need to make sure I keep my commitment. And there was this internal pressure that had been in my head for, for more than a week. Like, 
you have to get on schedule again. I'm like constantly falling behind with my podcast. I want that, you know, I want to honor my, my listeners and I want to be there for them. And so there was just still this one episode that I was behind. I was like, okay, it's Saturday. Like, this is the last day that I can record this. Yes, I know it's like 8 o'clock in the evening, um, but I have to do this. So I sit down, I press record, and I start with this new format and, you know, record something. And then my, my watch starts to buzz. And it, my watch is linked to, to my phone, which I was using as a webcam. That was another new thing that I was trying out. It's like the new iPhone. You can just click it onto your monitor with a, a clamp. And then it works as a remote um, camera, which is really cool. And then much better quality, of course, than the usual Logitech webcams that I have at my disposal. So I couldn't look at my phone, but my watch is telling me, hey, someone is calling you. And I look at my watch and I see it's someone I know. And I am just so enraged. Like, how dare, how does that person dare to call me right now? I was in the flow. Why is that person calling me? I don't have time for this. And then I just like took off my headphones and I was like, I'm done with this. I'm still like, and, and even when, I, when that was happening, thankfully I have that reflex to observe, like immediately when I, emotions overtake me, I have this reflex, okay, let's step back. What's going on here? What am I feeling right now? Where is it coming from? And I, at that moment, the only thing that I could come up with is, well, this person is always calling at the, at the wrong moment, as always, you know, uh, he, he knows that I... Don't like to be called. I tell everyone as much as I can. Like, please don't use the phone to, to reach me. Send me an email. Send me an app. Don't call me because I don't like being on the phone. Even though I'm an old guy, in that respect, I think I'm more like the younger generation who really doesn't like to have phone calls. Why call someone if you can message? Or at least if you want to call me, send me a message first. Hey, I'm going to call you in 15 minutes so I can mentally prepare. Anyway. That person knows that. So I was just mad. Like, he knows that I don't want this right now. But now I saw in that video, like, wait a minute. That is very typical for someone who has ADHD. It's being hyper-focused at that moment, which I was, and then being interrupted and your brain just short-circuits can't handle that information because you were in that flow any other moment of the day you'd be totally reasonable or rational about this but not that that moment and that was like four or five videos in a row where it's like oh my goodness yes oh boy yes i know exactly and then like not three four but five videos and every video was like this is totally me i had no idea that this was all related i can make a list of like 30 things so i start to um, to, to think, well, okay, so this is too coincidental. Maybe, I, I mean, I'm not surprised that these, video, these videos started to pop up if these algorithms and this profiling is so good, then maybe the algorithm has diagnosed me before I was able to, or at least has seen traces, because I have to be very careful with this, of course. I'm not an expert at all. I know that you have to be very careful with information you get from the internet. And this all is hypothetical. 
until, you know, a, I've had like a professional look at this. And I'm even wondering at this moment, is that even something I would care to do? However, um, the, what my, first re- <laughs> my first reaction was, okay, this is something serious because this behavior, this, this, this impulsivity that I've always struggled with um, is <laughs> apparently linked to some other stuff that I, that I have trouble with. Um, if I can find a common cause, then I might be closer to some solutions. Because this is not something that is just, you know, my fault, which is, you know, with my education and my kind of mindset, oftentimes I'm just blaming myself for this. But what if this is something I can't blame myself for just because it's the way my brain is wired? I need to know more about this. Oh, we've got some mountain bikers going through the mud here. I'll keep my distance. <laughs> yep, so I'm also struggling with all this mud here. This is only going to get worse here in the woods. That's the only thing that I kind of regret. That uh, I love being in the woods, but it, uh, in the autumn and in the winter, it almost always creates... Um, I always have to clean my... my my shoes afterwards which i really don't like actually i should wear like proper boots or something when i go into the woods mental note let's get a pair of walking boots um and now i have to tell myself immediately that doesn't mean that you have to take your bike and go to the store this afternoon and buy some boots which is what part of my brain is right now yelling at me it's like boots boots yes we need to go buy boots yes yes which oh i have like five stores where you can go take a look this is literally what is going on in my mind right now and i'm like no mental note i'm gonna write that down and if i'm already going to the city for some other you know necessities then then we'll also take a look at those boots but we need to anyway this this is um i think there are two things that are on my mind right now the first one is okay if i can find a common root cause if if my intuition here and if the algorithm is correct and this might actually be part of adhd or add um maybe it's you know, it would be a good thing to know a bit more about that. But I so I started reading some books about this. And not just like these fluff books that you find, like self-help stuff. Like, five ways to be successful with ADHD and become a millionaire. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, if you type in the, you know, the, the, the terms, you find a lot of that stuff. But I was looking for reputable um, scientific research on this and psychological research. So I'm reading this book now. It's like an audio book. It's eight hours. And I'm currently about at the one-third of the book. And I'm already confused. Because it says, well, actually, huh, for um, someone to be diagnosed with ADHD, and let's take a look at, at, at your early years. What was your behavior there? And then you have to have this and this and this. And I'm like checking that and, hmm, no, no, I don't have that. No, I didn't have that as a kid. Um, in fact, no, I was the total opposite. And so, but on the other hand, I also learned from that video um, account or that TikToker, like, hmm, but you can develop 
all sorts of strategies and coping mechanisms to mask th that particular behavior. So this makes diagnosing ADHD, or, you know, this is also true for other afflictions, uh, makes it harder because the older you become, first of all, some of the symptoms will actually diminish because your brain evolves. Um, you get more control. Uh, but also sometimes because you just, by yourself, come up with all sorts of ways to channel your behavior. And this can be very positive, but can also be, you know, if it becomes repressive and there is like a lot going on inside your head, but nobody notices it because you, you've be you're so good at at kind of masking it then what other people don't realize is that what's happening on the inside of your brain now you know me because you've been listening to these you know these these walks maybe for uh, maybe for years even some of you so um you know how my brain works on many levels um and you already are aware that there's much more going on on the inside of my brain than what I actually display in behavior. And I, well, one of the things that I often talk about here is how to, uh, how to handle um, yourself and how to, how to rethink, reframe things, um, like reprogram yourself even to a certain extent. So you must be familiar with the fact that there is probably more going on on the inside than you can tell from the outside. So that's one thought that I currently have. And I, I still don't have a solution. I mean, I'd love to be able to tell you, oh, I figured it out, but I haven't. But I have some strong indicators that uh, things that in my, things that I struggle with. And impulsive, let me give you some examples. Um, uh, like... This ongoing quest of finding, you know, what should I do? Oh, let's do TikTok videos. Oh, but I also want to do documentaries. Oh, I also want to do, um, uh, let's see, um, uh, live streams. Oh, I also want to have a successful YouTube channel about Lego. And I can do children's catechesis with Lego. And that's been successful in the past. And I've been able to pull that off in the past. Oh, and then I also really want to do more in the parish. And, um, and I want to travel. And oh, maybe I can organize some, some pilgrimages. Yeah. That is, that's the kind of impulsivity that I'm talking about. And with, if you have that thwarted idea of time where you grossly overestimate your own capacity to do things, um, you can end up in situations where I've been also before, where I'm almost on the verge of having a burnout. Because I'm constantly burning the candle at both ends. I always thought that that was just a lack of discipline. Or being too, how do I say? Oh, I think it's starting to rain. I was right to bring my phone. I'm walking under the tree, so. Um, but maybe if the, this get, gets worse, I'll, I'll have to use my umbrella. But um, I, I know how to stop myself from doing this. But I've, I had to learn this because other people were telling me, you're driving me nuts. Like the people I've, I've worked with for many, many years. Even this goes back to the time that I was still working and this is the very dawn of podcasting with Greg and Jennifer and, and, and Greg always told me like, you're driving me insane. You have a new idea every, every day and then it immediately has to be done and, and like everything else stops and we haven't even started to, to, uh, into, to um, 
integrate the, the, the plans we had the day before yesterday. And I'm in my mind, it's like, oh no, but that's what we've been doing like two years ago. No, it's time for something new. Whereas everyone around me is like, dude, you just started to do something and now you have a different idea and you want to like change everything. And this has been with everyone I've worked with in the past. They always give me that same feedback. Father Roderick, he's got great ideas, but there is, where are the breaks? You know, and sometimes if you have an idea, it doesn't mean that you immediately have to make it actionable. And so over time, thanks to all that very honest feedback, which was oftentimes very difficult to hear from me, I started to realize, well, wait, no, no, this is just how I work, how my brain works. Yes, I have so many ideas, but I let's first talk about this. But even then, it's quite insidious. If my brain tells me, oh, this is the next new thing, you know, it's like the squirrels in, um, in the Pixar movie Up. And my old friends from SQPN may actually remember that. that was, I was known for being like the dog who constantly sees a squirrel and then forgets about everything. It's like the squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Um, what was I saying? No, <laughs> I forgot. Oh, yes. So sometimes if, if I see a squirrel... And I know, ooh, ooh, a squirrel, I want to do that. I want to do it right now. I want to do it yesterday. Then I, I'm smart, so I rationalize it. And I kind of retro... How do you say that in movies when they um, uh, reframe something? To the, the retcon it. They ret- like in Star Wars, they do that all the time. There's something happening in the sequels, and like somehow Palpatine returned. And then later on, they're like, hmm, maybe that, was not a, the, the, that wasn't the best moment of the sequels. Well, you know what? Let's retcon it. Let's set up in Ahsoka like a path. And then ultimately, when you rewatch that movie, it will all make sense because it supposedly was always part of the plan, which is not the case. I do that also with some of these plans. Like I retcon it and I present it to the board and to Inga and to you. I'm like, oh no, I have this long-term strategy and it's really well thought out. And in that strategy, I haven't mentioned it until now, but I think in order to really execute this properly there's this one thing that i've been thinking about for years no i just came up with it like five minutes ago but my brain is already trying to make it happen by by making it sound as if it is well thought out it's not it's just a spur of the moment and somewhere and and this has become such a habit it's not lying well maybe factually it is but it is just my the way my brain is like no no need that need to do that now now okay how can we make that happen hmm let's um uh, let's make this um let's turn this into a plan right there was no plan a plan is something you make in advance and then you execute it now in my brain it's like a plan is something you come up with to justify what you're already doing (laughs) i'm being very honest here (laughs) this is oftentimes how it works and so, but now that I know that this is probably not just, how do I say that, random behavior, but this may be uh, part of how my brain works, and this may be related to, you know, a lack of dopamine. There's a whole, like, scientific explication, uh, explanation of where this comes from. But I would really like to know a bit more about this especially because I, there are lots of other things where I don't recognize the, the usual ingredients for the various types of ADHD that exist. So this is also a science that is still in development. Um, 
but anyway, for me, this was a very eye-opening week and something that really made me think quite a bit. There is one very specific um, uh, consequence of this when it comes to the planning uh, and the next steps for the work that I do for you. Um, and I would like to share that with my patrons in the second part of my walk, the extra mile that I record for, for those that are invested in making <laughs> this mission happen. And I think I owe it to them also to share this with them, like how my brain works and uh, the limitations and also the advantages of this. Because one of the things that I know I'm super good at is thinking super fast. Coming up with like, this is why I don't have to prepare homilies. Like yesterday I had a, a mass for children and I had no idea what to preach. And it just happened. It was like 15 ideas and boom, the homily was there. Kids had a great time. I had a great time. Um, so uh, there are definitely advantages, but there are also very serious pitfalls. So I'm going to talk about that and apply it to the work that I do in a minute. For those of you that are listening to the public feed, thank you so much. If you're interested in you know, becoming a part of my mission and helping me to, um, to reach out to such a large audience worldwide, I really could use your help. You know this. Uh, we're still financially not covering the costs uh, <laughs> by a long shot. So... Um, if, if you are able to support and this is something you, uh, uh, you think is a good thing, <laughs> then take a look at patreon.com slash Father Roderick and, you know, you'll get access to the, to the extra, the premium versions of the podcast where I, you know, talk about my mission with, with my stakeholders or my, my co-investors. Because I'm also investing in this, as you can imagine. <laughs> Thanks so much. And, if you, of course, if you have any ideas about this or, or you know, commentary, uh, by all means, um, this is just the beginning, I think, of a of a discernment process. But I'm always open for your suggestions and experience. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk soon. God bless. <laughs>